time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone, bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back, Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones, and we got the only... The original. Don't do it. Thick Slady. 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 <laughs> really? We got Brian Falconer. <laughs> we don't have no Slady in here. Uh, we do dude. have a lady in here. Yeah. She's going to be our guest. Not Thick pow, Slady. Pow, pow, kitty. <laughs> Booyah. So, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing good. Doing good. Good, man. Uh, it was good hanging out at the yes, Leaf yesterday morning. Yes. We, uh, th- I wasn't able to make it to the Leaf last night. Did me you neither. go back up there? No, okay. I had a herf with some of the guys, and, man, we had a good herf. Good. Just chilling. How long smoking. did it go? <sighs> it started at 735. I know that because that's how I was five minutes late. <laughs> but it started at 735, and I want to say we were done 7.35 in the morning? No, no, no. Like, uh, I want to say like 11. Oh. oh. Like three and a half hours. Oh, you were real good. Then. Yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't get toasty. I didn't uh, get, you know, drunk. That's uh, what some people want to think. You had the reserve rob last I night. I did. I did. Gotcha. I took it easy. Gotcha. And that's what a lot of people were like, you're not all hyped up tonight. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I got my ass kicked at work all week, and, <laughs> and I want to chill. I want to chill. <laughs> I don't want to be and, that you know, hyper. Let me tell you what's funny, though. What's that? So Tim calls me today. You know, my buddy. Yeah. My best buddy. And he says, hey, man, uh, I, I hope I wasn't out of line last night. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he was like, I was, you know, messing with you, giving you shit. And somebody said that I was taking it too far. And I said, well, that person doesn't know me. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't, they because, don't know your, your relationship with him. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I go, what did you say? He's like, I don't remember. And I said, I didn't even know you said shit. So, <laughs> And anyway, if he did go over well, the line with hey, you, hey. it was deserving. And no, no. Then she I had- told him. I only have one feeling, and it is not, not tender. tender. It is not tender. You can say whatever you want to me because that dude it is always going to yep. be there. It reflects you know he's coming down to the streamathon. Good, good. Hey, let's talk about what we're smoking right quick. I am smoking. You're smoking the La Crema. Experienza La Crema. Yeah, La Crema. And I'm pairing it with Bamboo XO, and B-Dub was correct. How How is that? They go perfect together. This is not the real sweet one. The XO is oh, not the real sweet. Oh, that's the lesser. Yeah. Okay. Well, and you know, like, you know, I'm not a big fan of the bamboo, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that pairing makes me want to be like, you know what? Maybe I should try that mm-hmm. just for the pairing. The XO, not the uh, regular, because you'd be right. like, no, no. Yeah, I, I can't do the regular. Gotcha. But this I is mean, pairing perfectly, bro. Nice. Perfectly. Nice. <clears throat> I'll be firing up one of those after the break later on. Mm-hmm. Or during the interview, or on the next segment, or whenever I get or, up, tomorrow. or five minutes from now, might be right now. Uh, I'm smoking a Lindy in the gray, nineteen ninety twenty-five. Whoa! Is there a problem? What happened? Whoa! What? Uh, 
So, guys, we had to take a quick little break because Bryant said that I said the N-word, and I don't think I did, but I'm going to play it back. I didn't say it intentionally if I did. I can promise you that. I was saying Nika Libre. Now, that's way better. That's You stepped away from the Lebucky in real quick. Well, would you make me feel paranoid? Because that was not intentional. If I did say that, I apologize. I was like, whoa. I mean, I don't normally. Maybe I'll have to quit smoking this cigar. I looked over at Larry, and he was shaking his head like, oh. So anyway, though, this is the 25th Silver Anniversary yes, Edition and that's blended by A.J. That's a good Fernandez. Stick. That's a good stick. And so, you know what? We got a little something coming up, and What's we're going to talk about it after the break when uh-huh. we get back from the interview. But we're going to do a giveaway. Okay. And we're giving away something badass. I mean, badass. As in? Oh, you're not going to say now? I'm going to show you, oh, you're gonna show after me. the break okay. when we get back from the interview what it is. Okay. And you're going to be flipping out. Okay. It's that good. And while we're on break, Uh I came up with a few ways that we'll have, like, people participate. To give it away. To give it away. Okay. And it's like, I came up with a few options. Mm. Some of them. People are going to be like, nah, I ain't doing that. Yeah, because I was going to say, please let them be legal. (laughs) All legal. legal. All legal. But anyway, uh, that's what I'm smoking. And I'm drinking the old tub. Old tub. Bottle and bond. Dude, Larry picked that bottle up for like 18 bucks. I mean, for $18, I don't know. You know what? I was talking to a guy the other night, and he was like, hey, have you ever had the uh, Evan Williams bottle and bond? And I was like, I have. And it's good, but However, I think like we have found a plethora mm-hmm. of bourbons that are like way, way better, better and in that same price yes, zone. You know what I mean? Yes, I mean, we're finding bottles that are like 18 bucks to 25, 26 bucks that's on the level of the $40. Yes, you know what sir. I mean? Yes, sir. So I'm anyway. with you on that because that old tub. You look at the name, you're like, oh, okay, where did he get this out the tub? <laughs> but when you taste it, you're like, oh, man, this well, is good. Yeah. This is the aroma is good, the taste, the flavor, the aftertaste. You're like, man, they did the right thing with this one. Yeah. But they, they gave it a bad name. <laughs> well, you know why tub. they call it why that? It's because it's actually the original recipe of Jim Beam ah. that started out in a tub. being in a tub. Wow. And they called it the old tub. Gotcha. So, so they came up with a great name. And, you know, I, and the thing is, I'm not a fan of Jim Beam. Yeah. <laughs> my grandfather was. When uh, I, well, I was back when I was 21, uh-huh. but I burned myself out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, Jim and Bean. I mean, this is uh, Jim Beam's Old Tub is a bottle and bond Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Just like the original Old Tub, it has not been carbon or chill factor filtered. Mm. Only, uh, what is that, quality screened to remove bits of barrel wood. So it's not ah. been filtered. I mean, basically, if they throw, they pour it through a strainer. And what you get is, is what, what you, you get. get. Huh. Huh. And so when I read that, I was like, I'll give it a try. And that, you and know, that's the way they did it originally anyway, because they didn't have all those filters back then. <laughs> right. They me, had an old tub. You know, he's like, give me Bub's shirt. <laughs> Pour it. <laughs> right. Hey, I've used the shirt for a filter. Hey, let me tell you this. When me and my brother would go out like, camping and stuff Ooh, Russell, no brother. my older the brother older the brother. doctor uh-huh. so we would go out camping on my dad's land it was like 500 acres 
and there was like four tanks on the property, which tanks is a pond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hotter than balls, you'd want something water, to drink. Yeah. And we would take your, your shirt and scoop, scoop up, up the water, water and hold it over a glass. And whatever came out, we drank it. We did that in the army too. It's like, oh man, that, that water's kind of brown. Use your shirt; it's brown too. <laughs> Whatever falls in that clear, the clearer it is, the better. But just as long as it ain't brown, go in that canteen. You can drink it later. I understand that totally. But he said, that. "Give me a shirt, bub. Pour the bourbon." Hey, so now we're gonna oh. jump into some uh, topics here. Topics. My and by the way, this is a very good pairing, and. I'll tell ah. you this, the cigar is slightly more powerful than the bourbon. And that's what's happening with this. Really? And it's cream, you get the cream in it when you, when you take that sip of the uh, rum, it has that little bit of sweet to it. And, and they're like, dancing, oh, and they're yes. dancing off of each other. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? And that is. That's what you want. That's what you, that's what you're looking for in a pairing. Well, you don't want any, either one to just totally overpower the other. Right. And I will say this though, like when I smoked the Medallia, mm-hmm. It never overpowers the bourbon. It always meshes perfectly. There's just something about the flavor profile of the Medallia that, dude, I mean, so many of the bourbons I drink, which is, you know, the 100 to the 100 and... <laughs> An, we old old there. An old granddad. An old granddad. We got the 127.7 up there. So. <laughs> nope. And you, no, I think we drank that. Yeah. Because Larry sent me a message the next day and he was like, man, that old Forrester 127.7 really got me. And got I was it. like, I'm finishing the bottle right now. Oh, my goodness. But it was, it was good. It was, it's just, it sneaks up on you. You know, the thing about it is, if you're drinking really good bourbon at a high proof, it's going to sneak it's, up it's on you. It's going to sneak up on you, yeah. Because you don't even notice it's that high. No, you don't. You don't. It's smooth. Right. And then you, you sit back later on, like, why can't I get out the chair? Now, <laughs> we'll so- say this, though. Like, that Texas Ranger that I was drinking that's 80 proof that Jay brought over. Yeah, I didn't You know, when drink I'm drinking that. that, I'm like, this is like water. <laughs> with but, a little sugar and vanilla. Uh-huh. It's However, not, but, did it sneak up on you? No. It didn't. It at just 80, stayed that at way. 80 proof? Okay. Okay. I could drink that whole bottle and not oh, even notice. No, no, no. Don't do that. I know do, I'm not. I'm just saying it. at 127 proof or the old granddad's yeah. at Ooh, 114, geez. you can't. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. be careful. You do. You, you know do. What I mean? It's like safety first. <laughs> True. <laughs> or be ready to get a garden hose. <laughs> Make sure the, the mud is cold. <laughs> I could testify to that, yes, Your yeah. Honor. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I want to talk a minute about what McAuliffe just did. I'll add us. So, I don't know how many of you guys are ambassadors. If you're not an ambassador, you should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you also, if you're not doing the passport system, you're missing out. We have a dude that's he's here, here, but he's outside. He's won over twelve hundred. He's won fifteen hundred. Well, that was back in December. Yeah. So <laughs> he told he wow. told me yesterday. He said fifteen hundred dollars, and I'm like, oh my god! And you know what? That's just free cigars, yes, dude. Fifteen hundred and free sticks. I mean, and they give you. A, a, what do you call it? A, a gift card. card. Yeah. For your. Uh, With $100, and you go get whatever you want to get at your shop. And just. And that's another example of McAuliffe taking care of the brick and mortars and because the bar so they high. didn't send them. 
a bag of cigars. No. They sent them a gift card to do their what shop. You want. Yeah, do what you want. Take care of the, the brick and mortar and, and the cigar yeah, smoker. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Dude. But anyway, uh, McAuliffe marks million cigar milestone and returns the PCA trade show. Get the clap. Get the clap. I, 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 don't, I don't think I have that one on. Let me see if I... I can't. I can't. He can't. Sorry. Okay, I do it. Yay! I can do this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, people. McAuliffe has kicked total ass. <laughs> Me and Larry had to take our earphones. <laughs> that shit was loud. That was loud. That's, sorry <laughs> was like, about that. Sorry about that. Anyway. No, dude. I mean, when it comes to companies mm. when it comes to culture because their uh, culture no, no, no. we were going to get to that too i mean you got to look at every facet oh. and there's not a facet that like is trailing no. you know what i mean uh-uh. they raise everything up together yeah. they raise up yeah. the brick and mortars they raise up the ambassadors, ambassadors. they raise up the consumer mm-hmm. they raise up other cigar brands yes, they do. how many times have you seen other cigar uh, cigar brand owners on one of their shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. They raise everyone. Yeah. And I mean, dude, you don't see a lot of companies do mm-hmm. that. Because they're thinking about themselves. It's well, all about me, me, I, me, I me. I think me a lot dollar. of companies are like, that dollar. I can't promote them that because dollar. if I do, I'm going to lose a dollar. That dollar. <laughs> right. And I think it strengthens your brand. Oh, it does. When it says, you know what? We're proud of what we do. We hope you enjoy it, and we're a part of this community. We're we're part of the whole community. We're not just about us. So, anyway, and the passports, dude, it's so easy. It's a great. There's a link down the show notes. notes, You can email them. They will send you a passport. You smoke through it. You send them the passport, and you're in a drawing for a hundred dollar gift card to your local shop. And B Dub will attest. They send those gift cards out. Boom. And oh, you dude, can, dudes won fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, he didn't dude, won fifteen of those cards. <laughs> I mean, it like how much he, how often he wins. I wouldn't spend them. I'd save them up. When I get another fifteen hundred, I'd be walking, walking in. in there. It'd be like making it rain, baby. <laughs> I want that cabinet. Right. What? I want that sure. cabinet. <laughs> Sir, that's not for sale. I got $1,500. It's <laughs> mine. No, but I mean, dude, I don't know of any other cigar company that uh-uh. just gives back uh-uh. like they do. Uh-uh. So becoming an ambassador, too, we'll put a separate uh, show note link for shout the out, ambassador out, program. And uh, then let's, let's go ahead and give a shout out to Case Elegance. So you guys... I mean, you might remember a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, we had Matthew on yes, the show. Correct. And the thing about it is, I told Matthew that Cigar Talk would buy him a stereo. Mm-hmm. And so I bought him one. It shipped here. And I got it last, not last Saturday, but the Saturday before. Okay. But dude, work has been kicking my ass. Cigar Talk's kicking my ass. The streamathon planning is kicking my ass. So. I haven't had the opportunity to go over to Matthews and set it up. Gotcha. I did that today. Ah. And so. How was it? Dude, let me tell you what. When I pulled up to his house, he was sitting on the porch waiting. 
<laughs> anticipate. He was. Well, he'd already called me once. He was like, hey, Rob, you going to make it over today? And I was like, yeah, I'll be there at 1230. And then he texted- you told him that yesterday. I remember when he was leaving. He said 1230. You was like, yeah, 1230. Right. But but he messaged me at like 1030. You know, <laughs> Making sure. Right. And we'll so. You, give you a two hour lead, bro. <laughs> so I go on. I surprise him because I go in and he's got like this cabinet that is like where a window is, but it's just as wide as the window. Mm -hmm. It has storage on both sides. Mm -hmm. And we got him the Bluetooth uh, stereo speakers that he doesn't need a stereo. Just use his phone. Right. Yeah. Because that's what he has all his music on. So anyway, I set up his speakers like, you know, at the edges of each wall. Okay. And then I surprised him with a Case Elegance humidor. Wow. I was like, dude, here's the centerpiece between the two speakers. Wow. And he was like, wow, dude, was why did you do that? And I was like, dude, Cigar Talk likes to bless me. Yeah, yeah, man. And dude, the greatest part, first of all, I hooked it up to my phone. Oh Lord. And it He played something I, I very wanted, loud. Dude, I wanted I you know what? I wanted to see how loud it was, uh-huh. how much bass it has. And I got to tell you, I was completely blown away because the speaker sounded amazing. Wow. And, of course, you know, I had to start out with Slacker. <laughs> I'm from, a Slacker. Yeah. Slacker, <laughs> Tech 9, that's your thumping beat. Yeah, because that bass comes So, anyway, I got him all set up. I even seasoned his humidor for him. When I left there, so it was perfection. Dude, you just you walked in with gifts. He didn't have to do anything; just enjoy them. Boom! And when I left, it was already at sixty nine. <sighs> you know why? Because I used what they, they sent, sent and followed. The I directions. didn't have to figure it out. Did you throw the directions away this time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if it gets down below sixty four, call me. I'll come over. Because <laughs> I figure, you know, gotcha. that's the way you got to do it. Gotcha. You got to take care of it. You got a problem there? Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, the greatest part of the whole thing, though, was I told him bye. I left. I was walking out to my car. He's in the house. Door closed. I hear music, and then I hear, hell yeah. <laughs> Dude had, so you had know music he enjoyed for two that. Yeah, you know he enjoyed that. He enjoyed that gift. Yeah. He's like, hell yeah. yeah. And at that point, I was like, okay, that is what I need. I don't know what he's... Oh, he's wanting bourbon. <laughs> Larry's like, give me some drinking material. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it was just... That's the cigar community. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not, most of the time, it's just you giving sticks to people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you see a dude, and I mean, you know what? Let's talk about the leaf because Jay leads by example. What a douchebag. <laughs> Because he went over there and fixed his outlet. Right. And, and then up. I felt like I had to do something, you know? So <laughs> I have to up- upgrade from what Jay did. Larry, so how do you do this? <laughs> right. I mean, Jay leads by example. Yeah. And so, you know what? He inspires us. Yeah. And that's one of the, I mean, when he told me what he did for Matthew, I was like, okay, cool. And then when Jay told me, finally, he was able to plug in his stereo because I fixed the outlet, but the, the stereo, stereo didn't work. Yeah. And I was like, well, we can do that. Yeah, we can take care of yeah, that. So yeah. anyway, uh, I hope he loves it. You know what well, I mean? you know he loved it because he, he gave out that acknowledgement. Hell yeah! <laughs> Went crazy with it. That's the beauty of it, man. That's the community, man. Looking out for each other. Looking out for each other. 
and just it enjoying and one I mean, another. You know what? You don't have to do it on a grand no, scale. No, 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 no. If you do it to people that are less fortunate than you are, and Matthew's way less unfortunate than most. I mean, you've seen I mean, his face. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop, stop, stop. Sorry. He's just gone through some wars in his in his young life. That he brought on himself because he's stupid. <laughs> stop, just kidding, Matthew. <laughs> well, you know, we all did dumb stuff when we were young. That's why I'm laughing, because you actually said that. <laughs> I, I did lots of dumb stuff. You know what? I, I, I keep telling folks, it was a blessing that I got to be a cop, because I did a whole lot of stuff in my life. And I said, I never got caught. I was like, man. So when my son came around, I said, dude, you can't do this. You can't do this. He's like, why? I said, because I'm going to promise you, I know what you're doing. <laughs> dude, let me tell you something. When I was in high school, I went to Austin on a photographer trip for the yearbook. Uh-huh. We were in a bus. We stopped in Kerrville, Texas. I know where that is. Right by San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and the guy I was staying with, we had brought booze. <laughs> in high school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was an exchange student from Holland. Oh, see, he'd been he'd been drinking booze legally, right? <laughs> legally, so right. it was it wasn't an issue but with him. But he drank beer. I yeah. brought cherry the warm vodka. Beer? Oh, you brought cherry vodka, dude? I was in high school. It was nasty, but it was know, liquor. It was liquor. Yeah, I got you. And so we started drinking that, and then I also brought oh, no. a bag of weed. No, because <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> when I was dumb. <laughs> You that got new, exchange that, student. Yeah. <laughs> if this ain't American pie. <laughs> I was like, look what I brought. <laughs> so anyway, we partake. And it was like midnight. And I was like, let's go check out the town. Oh. So we're on foot. It's 1230. We're walking across a parking lot. Seasoned, both of you. And I see a cop car go by. And I was like. Be ready to run. <laughs> Get the track shoes on, baby. The cop car goes all the way down where you could just barely see his lights, and I see him whip, whip around, around, and I was like, go! <laughs> Hauled ass yes. to the back of this strip mall, and I we jumped over this fence, and on the other side of that fence was another fence, but there was like a foot gap. Uh-huh. So we're down, down in between, between the two fences, and the cop starts rolling through the alley. <laughs> I'm like, don't don't say anything. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. <laughs> so anyway, the cop drives by like four times. He's shining his light through uh-huh, the fence. Uh-huh. And I'm like, he's going to see us. <laughs> anyway, he doesn't. And finally, I mean, I'm scared. And I don't move for like 40 minutes. I don't talk. <laughs> I don't move. Because, you know, he was I'm paranoid. in another town. He was paranoid. I was in another town. <laughs> and so finally, I'm like. His name was Jonas. Jonas. I was like, Jonas. Jonas. Motherfucker left me. <laughs> <laughs> he thought you was gone because you, you lay still. He's like, he didn't left me, so he left. <laughs> I got back to the room. I was like, dude. <laughs> if it's tell me you were leaving. He's like, you told me not to say anything. <laughs> he, he followed instructions. You mad at him for following instructions. Tell me you're leaving. He said, right? you said, don't say nothing. I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> anyway, we didn't get caught. Yeah, we see. But I re- also remember when we got to Austin, me and that dude roomed together. We were on the 12th floor. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, hey, let's do something cool. Grab a cart. Go fill up this bed sheet with ice. So I take his sheet off his bed. I put it on the cart. He filled it up and then made it a big thing. Yeah. Brought it back on a cart. And we dropped it off the balcony. Dude, you know you could kill somebody with it. Was, dude, when it hit the driveway. Crash. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. And he was an old lady walking up under it. <laughs> no, you could see. I mean, there so was nobody you around. There was nobody around. So you thought. But it was a cool experience. I'm just thankful you didn't. Nothing happened. We did it in the name of science. <laughs> it was not science. <laughs> that was delinquency. <laughs> Sometimes they've been known to be the both, the same thing. <laughs> you got to quit, dude. Hey. Anyway, we have a special guest coming special up guest. next. We got Pow Pow Kitty. <laughs> you know what it makes me want to say? No, please don't. I don't know if you remember that Disney movie. Okay. Was it like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Bang, bang yeah. So I like Kitty Kitty Pow Bang Bang. You know, because boom, 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 boom. I think okay. you should change it. Just bring her up. All right. <laughs> hey, you killed that. <laughs> we, we, we got more stuff to talk <laughs> about you. when we come back. So uh, we're going to do an interview with Kitty Pow Pow or Kitty Kitty Pow. And <laughs> then. Just his woman <laughs> <laughs> and then me and Brian are going to do the pick six. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about the Tyson incident, <laughs> which I have a lot of feeling about that. Yeah. Like. You know. We both have a lot yeah. of feeling about that. And so, anyway, and then we got a, uh, I'm going to show what we're going to do for the giveaway gotcha. for this episode. Gotcha. So don't let me forget to do that. It won't. All right, guys. Larry won't either. Hey, we got Kitty Kitty Pow coming up. Now. Is it Kitty Kitty Pow or Pow Pow? Okay, it's Kitty Pow Pow. She's on her way up. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back after a quick break. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging through the break. We have a special guest with us, and I'm going to try it one more time. We have Kitty Pow Pow. Is that right? Pow Pow Kitty, but you know. Oh, are you serious? The whole time I was doing it wrong. The whole wow. time you've known me. Yeah. It's been backwards. So it's Pow Pow Kitty. Yes, that's actually trademarked. Nice. Because Kitty Pow Pow is, is a badass. somebody different. Yeah. That's like a like a third person. Yes. Awesome. So, like, what is what is... Pow Pow Kitty do? So Pow Pow Kitty's my alter ego. Um, it came out of shooting guns. I, I had never done it, and it was just some goofy shit we were talking about in the gun store one day. I'm like, yeah, Pow Pow Kitty, I can do anything. Nice. And uh, it stuck. So Very I'm like, cool. you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a thing. I'm going to create a whole life, and I'm going to go out and teach women how to be badass. There you go. Awesome. Well, hey. Thanks for coming over to the studio, hanging out with us the first half of the show, and now you're in the hot seat. You said you identify as Bryant Falconer. I do, but uh, you know that's that's a that's a that's a tall order. It is. So we're not going to make you stay there. We just want you to feel comfortable to be yourself. Okay. So anyway, you've been coming to the Leaf now for. I don't know, like six months, eight months, nine months. It's been a year. Has it been it was a year? Really one of, it was one of the first places I found when I moved down here. Isn't that that great when you find a place where you can just go in and relax? Oh, I love it. Um, I get a little unruly because it's usually the end of my work week, and I'm like, and I need to relax. <laughs> I'm going to go place. have fun. Yeah. And um, I, I really love their chessboard in there. That was kind of one of my big draws is, 
it was right about when Queen's Gambit was hot, and I'm like, great, great freaking movie, by the way. I know nothing about chess, but I'm going to learn it right now. And so when I saw the Leafs chess board, I'm like, this is so you really just learned. Yeah. Wow. So we played. You played pretty good. I didn't realize that you were that spanking new. Yeah. Wow. So you played really good. I thought that Thank maybe you. you played for a while, and I was like, eh, she sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. No. That I'm was harsh. Up. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, Knowing that, you played very well. You made a couple of mistakes that cost you. But yes. other than that, you This know. is my life. I just dive blindly into things, and I don't usually think about five steps ahead, so. Now- does that apply towards your cigar experience? It does. I'm very haphazard with it. Um, so my very first cigar was on a cruise, and a bunch of my friends at Golly, it must have been 15 years ago, took on a cruise and like, hey, here's a Cuban, try this. And as any first-time person putting a cigar in their mouth, had no idea, took a puff. I didn't know if it was the cruise going to make me puke or the cigar. Right. Uh, I didn't really get into cigar lifestyle until I got into Las Vegas, and I found La Casa Cigar Lounge. In now, Tivoli did you Village. live in Vegas? I did. Okay, were there for about ten years. How did you like that? You know, it was fun while it was fun. So I'm a nurse by trade, and I did contract nursing in California. And people in California weekend in Las Vegas. So I got the brains about me. I'm like, oh, I'll just go take a contract in Las Vegas, and then we all have a free crash pad. Promptly got there and said, don't ever stay at my house. Go stay at the Strip. I have a life. <laughs> right. And I mean, every weekend is not party time at my place. Yes. Yes. Because that gets old quick. So, uh, I don't know. And really, it was kind of getting into the gun industry and getting, breaking into the boys club. Yeah. That I'm like, anything you can do, I can do. And Show me. So, you were doing the guns. Is that <laughs> like one time you decided I'm going to do the cigars? How'd that happen? It was just that, I and that's the whole weird part about it. it. I just dove all in, and one day I found that La Casa, and well, it was like, but, a fun but, thing, and I, mean, I grabbed a cigar, and in, I'm like... Did you walk into a cigar shop by yourself? I mean, how, where did it actually start? Who who got you to smoke a cigar? Uh, Just, it was blind. It was blind. Walked in. There were some girlfriends after work one day. It was a crap shift at the hospital. I'm like, we need to go relax, and, you know, Tivoli Village is kind of bougie, so we're like, whatever, let's go have a good time. Walked in, uh, Amy Dickinson, she goes by Cigar Girl, or Chicago Girl Amy on her Instagram, was the cigar anista, uh, and she saw the very lost look on these nurses' faces going, smoking's bad, nurses shouldn't be smoking. And I walked in the humidor, I'm like, I have no idea what I want. I have no idea. I'm I'm breaking in. And it's a, and there's so many choices. Oh my god, it was overwhelming. It was yeah. just beautiful and I loved the smell. I loved the vibe and she took me over and she's like, "I'm not going to give you a prissy cigar, but I'm going to give you something I know you're going to palate." And so she paired me up with this honey dipped cigar and and she gave me the Angel's Envy, which became wow. my go-to pairing. And uh that's how we started it. And then I'd go in there I'm like, "I feel bold today." Give me something bold. And she would always just kind of take my hand and guide me and give me something. And she was my deep V cut girl. She did this. She called it the Royale cut. Right. The double cross. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll try it. And she constantly was pushing me to try something new, try something different. That, that is awesome to have a tobacconist that will like guide you, but also just let you experience 
the whole gamut. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want a tobacco that's always going to just give you the same old because, oh, I know you haven't been smoking that long. Let's keep it light. Mm-hmm. No, let's try the whole gamut because yeah. my palate's different. When I first started, I was full-blown nicotine bombs, flavor bombs, whatever it could be. The spicier, the better. Like, boom. Because I was like, that's what a cigar supposed to be. Yeah. And I- then, and then I... I I started working myself backwards to get where I am now, which is like, you know what? I like it all. Just depends on my mood, what mm-hmm. I'm pairing it with. You know what I mean? That's how it goes for me. I I will typically start with something with wine. Right? I want to have, I'm a wine girl. Um, so I'll go with a cigar that I'm just going to go good with whatever I'm drinking. And then I'll usually end it off with some whiskey. Now, for the first time since I got here and got some great selections from Belief, I woke up one morning and husband's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I feel like having a cigar with my coffee. I don't know. That's how I start every day. <laughs> That's how I start every day. I, my wife sets it up to where the coffee will be ready when I get up. I go in the kitchen, pour myself a cup. I come in here, I sit down, and I light up a stogie. That, and that's how you start a day. It's going to be a good day. It is. I have discovered I don't like the... Very small cigars. They get too hot for me. They get too hot too fast, and well, and that's then I'm thing. over it. Like I'm assuming you mean like a Lancero, you know? No, I you mean know. like those little the itty bitty little ones. They almost oh, look you're like talking a about cigarette. the cigarellos. Yeah, yeah, those aren't cigars. Yeah, sorry for you who smoke those, but those <laughs> are not cigars. Come on, no, you know they're cigarellos. They're not cigarettes, but they're also not cigars. No, you know what I mean. They're that in between, and I don't want to smoke those. I've smoked a few. And it's like, I've never been in a pinch where that filled in and I felt satisfied. Mm -mm. It's like, you know what? If you don't have time for a real cigar, don't smoke. Yeah. I I tend to like the bigger gauge. Do you? I don't know why. It's just a thing. I I used to be there. I like the burn of them. I I feel like they give me that more full flavor without getting too hot. What's the biggest rain gauge you've smoked? Oh. Because 60... To me, is a big ring gauge, but if you smoke the seventy or the eighty, that's at the leaf under. Uh, I think it's the lunatic cigar. From, yes. Have you smoked that? Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> I I smoked at least a little bit of it before. I'm like, holy crap! I'm gonna be here for like twenty hours, dude. This, I'm not gonna get through it in one sitting. That, I'm not gonna get through it in one sitting. I I've never smoked one. Oh. I don't. I will not smoke one. Oh, see that it was a gift from my father in law. He's like here. Try this. You said he always Here's gives you big ring gauges. <laughs> he does, man. He brings the big the big things out. And he has some bougie-ass taste with cigars. Nothing wrong with that. No. That's 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 how we met. Uh, it was a the first time I just met my husband. We were on, like, date number five. And he's like, so my dad's coming to town. I'm like, well, I'm not ready to meet the parents. Yet. He goes, well, he smokes cigars. He wants to meet you. I'm like, okay. And this man comes out, and he whips out this pack of Cigars like try a cigar with a Coke. I'm like, I've never okay, well, sure, whatever. I'm trying to make a good impression on this. You man. know, that's the worst pairing I've ever had oh. was smoking a cigar with a Coke. Just that I don't know what it is, but I've tried it and I have never found a cigar that works well with that. The acidity of the cola, it just Yeah. And I don't drink sodas. Uh. So you know, I tried it. Oh, I will say this though. I don't drink sodas, but I did try the pairing, and I don't know if you have, with a root beer. 
I have not. That is a very good pairing. Like, I don't like sodas, but something about, you know, root beer comes the flavor from the old root beer, which was derived from roots. Mm -hmm. So you get that earthiness from a soda that pairs very well with an earthy, leathery type cigar. And so a, a guy told me about it, and I was like, that sounds ridiculous. And then I had it, and I was like, wow, that's actually pretty good. I'll have to try that one. You next will time. have to try I that mean, one. Here, here, again, I go into everything kind of crazy. So this is um, moving down here has been Pow Pow Kitty Goes West, and I'm trying everything that I can get my hands on down here. Today I did horse riding for the first time. Horse riding. Yes. You said raiding. Riding. Sounded like you said raiding. Well, I'm going to raid with some horses later. That's right. A, that's the Viking in me, though. Gotcha. Are you a Viking? Uh, apparently. Cool. I did that ancestry thing. They, they <laughs> like, really? I'm an. I don't think I'm powerful. 83% Irish. And then it says I'm also a Neanderthal. So I think, I don't know if Neanderthals qualifies Vikings, but they are. I like being a Neanderthal. That's what I'll say. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it suits me. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, so you've been smoking now for how long? Probably about five years. Okay. So you're like casual, casual. Like it's very rare for me. When we were in Vegas, it was uh, once a month. I would go up for a Wednesday and be whiskey and cigar Wednesday. And that was the I feel like a boss today. I need a break. And I didn't care if I had anybody to go with me. I was just going to go sit up there. And I met the most and interesting when you're, people. And when you're sitting there with a cigar, it's like, yep, that's me. You know what? So, I mean, that like, don't come over here if you're bringing some weak shit, okay? Yeah. I'm smoking a cigar. If you got, like, really good shit, come on over. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not hanging out with dweebs, you know? Precisely. It was very bossy. At that point, I was so like, where did you I'd go be smoke? in my high heels at that La Casa, it was just such a beautiful lounge and a beautiful area, and you got to so I didn't good go to people that watching, good people watching. I only, I really only went to one cigar lounge while I was in Vegas, mm-hmm. and that was the Eight. It's a new lounge. I don't know how old, but I know it's very new. Okay, and it was a great experience. I love the lounge. Uh, their humidor is like not in the lounge. Like when you go in the lounge, you're in the lounge. But if you want a cigar, you have to go back out and then over one and go in new doors. And they they had a decent selection of cigars, not mm-hmm. anything that, like, blew you away. But, you know, you're in Vegas, so there's a premium price slapped on every cigar. Of course. That's the uh, entertainment tax. Right. Your cigar's entertainment. Here you go. And so, you know, I wouldn't, I always... If I'm going to go hang out at your lounge of smoke, I'm going to buy some of your cigars. That's the way you do it. Yeah. And so anyway, I remember like buying two cigars for like 55, 60 bucks. And it was like, that would probably cost me like 22 bucks at my shop, but whatever. And, but the lounge was really nice. And what sucked though, the whole inside was Already people sitting, so there was no room to sit inside where it was really nice. Yeah. We went outside. It was cold. The wind was blowing 30 miles an hour. So we found like a little cubby hole where there were some chairs and a table. So we sit down, and we light up cigars. And some dude that looks like he's like 25 is walking by, and I'm like, hey, bro, your uh, zipper's down. And he's like, oh, 
And then he realizes that I'm fucking with him. His zipper's not down. And he goes, hey, whatever, you know. And he says, what are you guys uh, doing here this week? And I was like, we're a podcast. We do a show and we're here for the TPE. What do you do? And he was like, oh, I own the place. And I was like, oh, (laughs) nice to meet you. Sorry for being a dick. (laughs) And anyway, he was like, hey, what are y'all drinking? And we told him and he was like, all right, I'll send a round out for you. Very cool. Right. I always wanted to. um, So we owned a gun store when I was in Vegas. And our, our desire in life was to get the space next to us and call it the smoking gun. So you could go shoot in the little oh. virtual range, or you could go over yeah. and have a relaxing smoke. That's badass. Did you do that? No. Oh, you moved. I moved. To Abilene. I moved to Abilene. What What was the draw for Abilene to pull you in? Uh, I jumped like three rungs of the career ladder and was like, I'm going to go be a boss now, so let me go try that. And it was it, here was my choices, right? I'm looking at the job board, and I'm like, I could go to Midland or Abilene, and I, I know nothing about it, but my, my husband's texting, and I'm like, hey, babe. Abilene or Midland? He's like, Abilene! Yeah, no. He's like, you'll never handle the smell of Midland. Yeah, or you can't drink the water there. Oh. I lived there for a bit, and you could, like, do a complete blackout drunk one night, be hung over like nobody's business the next day. You're not drinking the water. (laughs) Like, you're dying of thirst. You will not drink tap water in Midland. If the apocalypse happens, that's not the place to yeah, be. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, I don't know where that would be, <laughs> but that is not it. But anyway, uh, so now that you're at the Leaf, I mean, like for people sitting at home, I want you to tell people what the Leaf experience is like. It's cozy. It's comfortable. If you're not even a cigar person, they just kind of welcome you in and... I feel like the atmosphere, there's a little something for everybody in there. Just Even if you just go in to look around and check it out, uh, the humidor is amazing. The, the humidor, crap. I call it the uh, Noah's Ark. It is. Because you walk in and you're like, you look down and you're like, holy shit. It keeps going. Yeah. It keeps going forever. And there's and there's two, at least two of everything. Yes. So that's why I call it Noah's Ark. Aww. That's cute. I never noticed that. And here's here's the other thing about that. I've probably tried the most variety of cigars since we've been here just because there's so much in there. Uh, my favorite that I grabbed in there off blind. I'm a girl. Okay. I pick things by pretty label. Oh, okay. okay that's what I do. If it's got a fun, cute. Right. Does label. that too. See? Channeling Brian. He's all about pretty labels. Uh, the Sin Compromiso. Oh, the Sin Compromiso from uh, Zaka. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I actually told you you needed to smoke that. And I did. It was, it's probably to this moment one of my favorite uh, cigars. I it, think it was amazing. It a, hit everything I needed. And you know what I love about that cigar is that it's so unique. Like, if you smoke it and you've never smoked it before, you might be like, yeah, that was great. And then. You know, a month later, be like, what am I going to smoke now? Oh, you know what? I want to smoke that because it has a signature blend. Because a lot of cigars, let's be honest, Mm -hmm. if you smoke this cigar, it's comparable to this cigar. Sin Compromiso, comparable to none. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's its own originality. Second cigar that I ever had a passion for, uh, the Opus X. 
Those were the two. Typically, I don't smoke things all the way down. The Opus X and the Sin Compromiso. I, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. It now, was great. And here's the thing. At a five-year time period of you smoking cigars, you have to know that you're still like a baby. Yes. I have no idea. Because I've been smoking now for close to 10, and I'm still a baby. And when I, when I say that, it means that every time I go to the shop, I learn something new. You know what I mean? And yeah. so you always want to be at that level. Nobody knows it all. There's too many cigars, too many facets that go into the cigar that you can be like, oh, I like this, and this is only what I like. No, there's tons. There's like this plethora of cigars coming from all different countries, all different blenders. And so, I mean, it's it's an adventure. It's a journey that will never end. It's a carnival of delight. It is. And I'm the guy guessing your weight and your age. <laughs> If I guess it, you don't win. You know what? If you don't mind, I'm going to have a little bit Please of angel do. envy. I'm going to tell you, that has seriously become, that was always my cigar thing. And you put the ball of ice in there? I don't do ice. Oh, it depends on my mood. I, it, You know what? I can be in a fantastic mood. I can plan out serial killer objectives. And I always, no ice. No ice. Yeah. No ice. He's hot. Boom. Right underneath. No, not hot. It's room temperature. <laughs> I I just don't like it chilled. I don't like diluting the flavor. And I've bought bottles before that people were like, oh, well, that's so hot. The reason you didn't like it is because you're supposed to add ice. No. I'm going to drink it the way they made it. And if it's something I want to drink, I'll drink. And if it's not good just the way they made it, then I don't want it. See, I was always a Jameson girl because of I Irish. I started with Jameson, Irish, mm-hmm. and then I was like, you know what? I was at the Leaf, and Alan Turner brought in a bottle of uh, Buffalo Trace, and I tried that, and I was like, wow, that's good. I've really never liked bourbon before. Mm. We did a uh, blind taste test. I got my girls. Okay, so here's the thing. I've got my little girl squad, right? There's four of us. And I've gotten them into cigars a little bit and into whiskey. And we did a blind taste test with Conor McGregor's uh, Proper 12. How was that? And we told the bartender we want to try both of these. We're not going to look. Pour them in two different cups and let's see. Now, what was the other one? Uh, It was Caskmates. Jameson okay. Caskmates. Because, gotcha. God, that's amazing, right? I've never had that. Oh. I've, I've only had... I'll bring that to you next time. I'll bring that because it's amazing. I've only had the regular Jameson. That's what I started on. But have you been to the Jameson factory? I No, I have not. God, that's why. That's why I got hooked on Jameson. When you go to the factory and you learn how it was all made and the history and they have like a hundred year lease on that property. Wow. That's why they've been able to stand right there in the middle of Dublin because... Back in 100 years ago, we bought the lease, so we're here for another 30. Wow. So you got to think that the next lease is going to be high dollar. It's got to be. You know what I mean? They're the number one. I mean, really, Jameson is the number one Irish whiskey available. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's the best, but it is the most well-known. It is. So So we were so disappointed when we did the blind taste test. And we're like, dude, I like this so much better. It's got to be the castmates. And then they're like, nope, that was the proper 12. We felt like we just betrayed our entire heritage. Like, well, going Scots now. Yep, there you go. <laughs> now, are you, a, are you a Scotch drinker? 
I'm a drinker. Well, I yeah. I mean, look, let me be honest. I, again, I'll try anything. If I like it, I like it, and I'll keep going back. If I don't, I, I won't drink it again. If I don't like it, I'm not going to drink it again. Yeah. It's like, you know, with some cigars, I've actually been like, ah, I didn't really care for it. And then I've gone back to it a year later, and I'm like, you know what? That was actually not like I thought originally. I'm going to try this again. And then it gets better because you start noticing those nuanced flavor profiles that you didn't get the first time. But with whiskey, if I don't like it, I'm not going back to it. <laughs> Here's the the irony, right? I never used to drink, and my mom feels like I'm a horrible alcoholic now. And she feels that way because she got me into it. I didn't even drink anything, and she came out when I was in California like, oh, we're going to go to Temecula. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I, I've got to work. Do I don't want to do it. Were you in Temecula? No, we were um, in Redondo Beach at that point. I, it's so weird. Because I know so many people from Temecula. Really? Through the cigar show. But Seriously? Yes. It's one of our favorite little like weekend girls trip to go to. It's just, oh my God, Old Town Temecula. We tear that up. Well, there's a cigar lounge there called the Cigar Cave. How have I never found that? I don't know, but we had the owner on the show. Her name is Emmy Lee. Okay. She's from Romania. And it's when you go in, it's like a bohemian styled speakeasy slash cigar lounge. Oh, I dig all of that. And you have to go in through the alley to get in. That's wild. Oh, it is badass. I if I ever get out there, that's I tell everybody, I'm like, oh, you gotta go check out Cigar Cave. Cause just the whole vibe, I'm like, I'm down with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, that's one of the things. That's probably the gateway drug between California and Las Vegas of me getting into smoking was hookah, right? They had all the hookah lounges. And now, you know, how was that? I always wanted to try a hookah, but I just never have because it's like, eh, you know, if you're going to go it's do a it. Lot, listen, it's a lot of work. Is it if really? You're, if you want to get into the hookah smoking business and you're not just going to a hookah lounge to have them set it all up, we've got a hookah at the house, right? But you got to fill the water. you got to tap it. you got to light the coal. What do you mean tap it? Well, you put your tobacco in the cup, and you have to make sure it's not too packed. Otherwise, but, you won't get the airflow. But, man, there's some now, good like hookah what, tobaccos out there. Well, that's why. Well, let me back up. So you may not know who this is, but uh, Dirty Fabian. Do you know who that is? <laughs> no. Okay. It well, sounds like somebody I want to know. <laughs> he's a badass, and he used to be like one of the president vice president something like that of marketing sales for drew estate mm. and so like two years ago he quit just like out of the blue quit quit drew estates right just bam i'm done and so we reached out to him and said hey man uh we'd love to have you on the show and he was like cool man i'm down so we had him on the show cool dude like, very cool dude. And I said, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to Europe. I'm going to take a year off. And I was like, nice. And so, anyway, I reached out to him last December. And I was like, dude, what are you uh, up to? And he was like, man, just living life, having a good time. And, you know, just taking it easy. And I was like, so, have you smoked any good cigars I don't know about? And he said, dude, I hardly ever smoke cigars at all anymore now i'm into the hookah and i was like are you serious how the hell does that happen 
And he just said that he found some tobaccos that he loves, and he's enjoying it. And I'm like, that's what it's all about, regardless of what you're smoking. Yeah. But while I was at TPE, there was a lot of hookah sellers at the convention. And when I was asking them, I mean, 90% of it was like infused flavors. Yes. It's all about the flavors, and they got the Starbucks. It's... <clears throat> It's the cosmopolitan of cigars, right? Because you can get the fruity thing and you can get in there. Or you can get the really heavy, high tobacco, high nicotine content and get your buzz on. So can you get, like, tobaccos that are just natural tobaccos, no flavors? I'm sure you can, but we've always tried to find something a little more exotic. I got away from the fruity stuff. The Starbuzz is really kind of the most popular brand in the hookahs. Uh, and I found this white chai masala. So, cause I'm like, I don't want fruity stuff. I'm, 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 I've gone into the cigar world now. Like, so I don't want a really fru fru fruity. Right. Hookah. So the, the chai masala has that creamy, spicy. Really? Full flavor. And, and does it have the tobacco flavor? Cause that's really what I want to experience. No, you probably won't dig it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're after that good tobacco. Because when I smoke a cigar. Earthy, no. Like, sometimes I don't even care what the profile is when I taste just good quality tobacco. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the hookah, the, the, the dynamics of the waterbong system itself kind of pulls and leeches. Takes some of the flavor away. <laughs> like pouring water through a t-shirt, you know? So, you, you're right. <laughs> so, I mean, really, also, I didn't think about this, but I mean, does the filtering through the water take away from some of the flavors you might experience? Uh, it, no, I don't think it does. For me, when I'm when I'm smoking hookah, and here's the thing, hookah comes in waves for me. There are moments where suddenly I have that hookah set up there, and it's maybe twice a year I'll go on a month-long bender where I just want hookah. And it's good. I've I've wanted to try one, but I've just like I don't want any of the sweet foo foo stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have a hookah. Maybe you could bring it over here and we put it right here on this yeah, studio table sure. and we try it out we on should. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I here I'll I'll pick the least fruity flavor and get you the best. Let, high me, let me let me ask you this because I don't know how a hookah works. Uh huh. Could you take like a cigar? And cut it into four sections and then cram that tobacco in the hookah. You can't. It has to be a moist. Oh. A moist well, what if I tobacco. spray it with a little water? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure somebody has tried. So I hookah mean, maybe if you tobacco douse it, is a special. It's a, moist, it's a oh. moist tobacco leaf. It's a moist tobacco leaf that absorbs all the so oils. And the once goods. you get it going, does it go out because it's so humidified or does it keep burning no the coal you can put oh you a put second coals coal. on top yeah, there's a coal on top and you can put a second coal on there to keep it going but usually after about two coals the tobacco starts to ashen and then it gets that kind of burnt flavor oh, okay. if you go too long so then you have to clean the bowl and get a fresh set i know nothing see i can teach you about that i you know what <laughs> you I, can I, teach I, me about cigars I, and i can I, teach you about i would hookah. love to try <laughs> some just because dirty fabian said that's what he's on. It makes me think there's some tobaccos out there in the hookah industry that would blow you away. Probably. And here's the thing. Like, I don't ever smoke cigar in the house because it just, then your house is 
a cigar lounge, but hookah. I'm not allowed it's to like smoke innocent. cigar in the house. It's like incense in the house, right? It puts this really pleasant, really kind of incensey scent into your home. That's a bonus. Yeah, you awesome. don't have to go outside in the cold to do it. You can be uh, all cozied up by the fireplace. So, being that you're at the Leaf now. I, like, I don't see you there very much. Like, it's very rare that I catch you there because, you know. I'm a Friday night girl. Catch me on a Friday night. I'm I'll very be there. rare on a Friday. I don't do Fridays very often. I do Saturday mornings. I do Saturday nights sometimes. And then just sporadically throughout the week. But other than that, that's like my go-to. I'm going to tell you, Jay was probably the most drawing factor there. We love Jay. Oh. He's so sweet. Anybody that, like, calls up and orders some cigars from Jay and Jay answers, they message me and be like, dude, Jay was so taking care of us. And I'm like, of course, that's that's just who he is. I say that in a world filled full of corporate greed, like, companies don't give a shit about their employees. Companies don't give a shit about the consumers. <clears throat> Jay is the opposite. Jay is like so focused on the customers. And I always say that Jay does the right thing for the right reason. And that's how you run a business. And all these people have forgot that. Like it's coming back to Jay in droves. You know what I mean? Because the business just grows every week. But it's because he's taking care of the important things. He's why I bought the membership. Right, Boom. I was just walking in and out and casually coming <clears> in, there and you're like, "You, you got a whole thing where you can get a membership?" And yes, yes, I want, I want that. Put me in. Right, and I mean, <clears throat> I if you are within like fifty miles, a hundred miles, you should come by the Leaf for the experience oh, alone. For sure. I mean, in the front, they have the big screen TV. If there's sporting events on, uh, they got the sofa, a couple of chairs, and then a table for like the dweebs that play D and D. And then, you know, another chess table, another table that we just sit out and smoke. I mean, it's just an inviting environment. I want a patio seat out there though, too. I hope one day there is a patio. Draw more people in. Like, hey, look what I'm doing. This is the cool place to hang. Well, you know what? The old leaf, there was actually a table and chair set out front on the sidewalk. Really? Yeah. But. With the right time of year. I mean, that's just. Right. And this is the right time of year. Like this time of year and in October, best two times a year in Texas as far as smoking cigars and weather. Well, let me tell you, when I first moved here. Everybody told me Texas is great. Texas weather's fantastic. A week after I moved here, when we were still living in an Airbnb, snowpocalypse. Yeah. You yeah, all, you all yeah. damn lied to me. Texas ain't. <laughs> well, weather. I mean, to be fair, it hadn't happened for like 4,000 years. So I got to blame it on myself. I'm a woman. I moved away from the big city and came to Texas. And, you know, we didn't have enough electricity for everyone. Yep. Fortunately, I got a fireplace. And so we had plenty of wood. But if you wanted to take a shower, it was painful. We were with, uh, I don't know, the people who own Sockdolager. That's actually who we were staying with during, uh, they have an Airbnb set up. And that's who we were staying with. And gosh, 
Kristen and James got to know them real well and thank God for them. We're sitting there like helping shovel snow to flush the toilets and boil some water. Wow. So if you weren't here, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, like people didn't have gas. They didn't have electricity. And it was in the single digits. That same thing happened when I first moved to Vegas, though. They hadn't had snow in years. My first I moved to Las Vegas in December. And that December was the first time they'd had snow in like 15 years. That piled up. They, everything was shut down. Now, mind you, I'm from Illinois originally. What part? Uh, Peoria. Brian's from Illinois, too. He's from East St. Louis. Yeah. So, I mean, in Illinois, you know snow, nothing. You couldn't get a school day for nothing for snow. And here I go to Vegas, and they're shutting down over two inches. I'm like, come on. I mean, on. here, we, don't even, <laughs> we shut down for, like, not even snow. You know what I mean? Hey, it's going to be a thunderstorm. No school today. Yes. And it's like, what? That's not how I grew up. Uh-uh. You go, to, like, if if you could shovel out your door, you were going. It didn't matter if it was snow taller than you were as a child. You could still walk to school. Go on. We didn't have to do that. I'm not going to lie. But when I was in kindergarten. A thousand years ago? Yes. Yes. I did have to walk just a little bit over a mile to get to school. And we had to cross a highway. And there was like, you know, six to eight of us walking together, probably from kindergarten up to third grade. And we, it now, I don't know if you've been to Lubbock, but 4th Street uh-huh. is the road we crossed. And it's like six lanes of highway. There was no stoplight. And so we would just walk. And I was just like, my parents let me walk a mile to school. They loved you. They and built character. across a highway. Yeah. And I mean, today, that doesn't happen. The slowest kid in the herd is the weakest link. Right. <laughs> we'll get rid of him, and then we've got a better herd. <laughs> so anyway, well, that's going to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Pow Pow Kitty. Yes, sir. For coming on. We'd Thanks. love to have you back sometime. And uh, we'll see you around. You know what? You owe me a chess game. I do owe you a chess game. Yes. Well, I, and a I, I owe you one. And a hookah. You know what? You bring the hookah back, we'll try it out. But you got to right. find me some tobacco. Right. I can't do the... Foo-foo. Yeah, foo-foo. Anyway, guys, uh, coming up next, we got me and Bryant. We're going to be talking about the Tyson incident. I've got some strong personal opinions, and so does Bryant. So anyway, guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey guys, thanks for hanging through the break yes. and hope you enjoyed the interview with Pow Pow Kitty. He's got it right. He's got it right. You know what? By the eighth <laughs> or ninth time I get it wrong, I come around. You know, we see. We I always see, come bro. around. Yeah. So anyway, hey, so we had a couple of things we want to talk about. Yes, sir. One is the streamathon. Oh, most definitely. First of all, this coming Saturday, we're doing the streamathon raising funds for cigar warriors. Our goal, and we're a long ways from it. Uh-huh. We are a long ways from it. But our goal is five thousand uh-huh. dollars. You know, I don't know if I told you this, but our original goal was twenty five hundred. No, you didn't. Yeah, that was our original goal. Okay, and we're at eighteen hundred now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? We could do better. <laughs> we could do better. We're That's giving, Rob. We're giving to the troops. Yes, correct. This is the opportunity for you to donate money. And you know exactly where it's going. Boom. Cigars for Warriors. They Not one single person in the industry of their 
organization takes a dime. Tell the truth. No money. Yes. They do it because they're passionate about supporting mm-hmm. the troops. Yes, sir. And so if you want to support the troops, I can't think of a better way. Yes, sir. You're talking about you're going to support the guys that are overseas mm-hmm. right now. This is not, you know what? We all appreciate all the soldiers. Mm-hmm. But this is not to support the guys that live stateside. No. It's to support this those is that the are guys that are away from yes. home to give them a little bit of, of home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's and, and that's what we relish we because it lets you know somebody thinks about you. Right. I I was talking to a veteran that was did two tours in Afghanistan, uh-huh. and he was like, "I never received a care package." Wow. And I was like, "Wow, dude!" Because wow. when I told him what we were doing, he was like, "Dude, that would be so awesome." And you know what else he told me? Because I've had people that have said to me when they find out what we're doing to raise funds for, mm-hmm. they're like, well, I mean, are you just sending them cigars? No, they and send them well, care packages, man. They they send care packages yeah. with all kinds of things. Yes. Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Dunkin' Donut coffee. Yeah. Well, you know, things guys can't get. But, yeah. They also send them cigars, cigars, and I don't know if you know this, but the number one request they get is cigars. And so I was asking a guy who was a veteran, I was like, why do you think the cigar part is so much higher than all the other requests? And he said, I'll tell you exactly what it is, because when you send a PlayStation game, Mm -hmm. two guys get to enjoy it. Tell the truth. But when you send a box of cigars, the entire troop mm-hmm. gets to come together and enjoy the a sticks. cigar, mm-hmm. the camaraderie, yes. and it's like you don't even know where you are for, for an hour. hour. It's mm-hmm. like taking us back home. Oh, yeah, it is. Because what you get- And how valuable is that? What you get is an opportunity to enjoy the community with people, with brothers and sisters of service. And- you're all out there doing the same thing. You're fighting for this country, and you want the you want to be known that you appreciate it. And that's what it does. It, it shows appreciation. And to have a cigar and sit down with everybody and just well, chill. And, and the guy I was talking to, oh, he said, it, man. you know, a lot of guys are. We get care packages from different organizations, and a lot of them is like, you know, Ritz crackers and wet wipes. Yeah. And he's like, what people don't realize is. That we can get that here. Mm-hmm. We can get that. Mm-hmm. We cannot get cigars. Nope. So if you're part of the cigar community, make sure that at least you hop on for an hour or two. We're going to be live streaming from like noon eight hours. to 20 hundred. Eight, eight hours. hours. And let me tell you about some of the guests we got. Oh, yeah. Talk about dude, them. You know what? We have so many guests. Al McAuliffe. Dude, Al McAuliffe is going to be mm-hmm. one of our guests. Michael Herklotz yes, is going to be one of our guests. Uh, we've got uh, Fuad. Did I say that right? Faud. Faud. Okay. <laughs> From Hireman Sullivan. And you know what? Fuad. <laughs> anyway, Faud <laughs> is going to be on from Hiram Solomon. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got Lil Cisco Kid. Yes, sir. Which she's going to be there co-hosting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Big Ash. Big Ash. I think Big, Big Ash, Ash is actually our first guest of the show. Oh, she kicks it off. You know who our last one is? Who? Cigar Adventurer. Like this dude, like he, I met him in, at TPE. Uh-huh. 
dude wore one of the most amazing, like, Hugh Hefner smoking <laughs> jackets <laughs> that you could, like, have at the eight lounge mm-hmm. like it was black and with red roses all over it <laughs> and i was like dude's a player Are you going there rap for the stream of time i'm wearing a tuxedo <laughs> i'm wearing a tuxedo i'm gonna have is it gonna be a t-shirt or an actual no, tuxedo it's actually, okay <laughs> i got a black a no i got a blue jacket with the black you know satin whatever that is okay and then I got Lapel. a bluish bow tie. Okay. I got a bluish, uh, you know, handkerchief oh, square. Okay. I got cufflinks. Okay. That's I got. A- hey, wait. I got black pants, black shoes, <laughs> and 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 I got blue suspenders. <laughs> That's what I was getting ready to go. You you named everything from the top. We know you wear cargo short. I was like, he gonna come in with the sick. Everything from the top of his hey, his tuxedo. You know what's funny <laughs> is, let me tell you, you're not far off. Oh lord! Because originally I thought I could just tell them not to photograph me from the waist up. <laughs> you know that way I can still do the shorts and the flip flops. <laughs> and you know what? But I'm you, still I'm still that's. If I'm, you got the black slacks, the black socks, the I black shoes, it all new. and and the purple suspenders, you got to wear it all. You, you know, there's no reason for you to come in in, in cargo shorts and flip flops. Let me tell you something. I lit up the Lacrima, brother. A that, great it's, stick. It's been a long time since I've had the Lacrima. Great stick. It really is. Great. Stick. Anyway, yeah. So, and I know you're gonna deck out. <laughs> yeah. You we'll are. Be okay. I'm not going to wear a tuxedo. Uh, right, right. But I, I expect to be looking over and be like, yeah, he's pimping. <laughs> I will not have a tuxedo on. But no. you're going to have, you're going to be up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got way more style than yeah. I do. I'm actually going to, uh, it's going to be more of a dress. It's, it's going to identify the military fraternity that I'm in. So that's what you're going to see. So you're going to be on roller skates Nick, and not, wearing a not, grass dress. Not, not oh. suit coat, bow tie, shirt, slacks, shoes. You are wearing a bow tie? Yeah. Woo! That's our official uh Now, do you uh, have a bow uniform. tie already? Dude, I got 30 bow ties. What are you talking about? I used to wear bow ties to work every day. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> serious. It was easy to wear a bow tie than to wear because I, I, I can't. I like certain styles of. of I I of, of I'm just gonna tell you this bundles on a regular tie. I can't do them. It reminds me of Urkel. Oh. <laughs> no, they're not gonna be that high. And I do that. <laughs> not gonna be that high. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> no, bro, it ain't gonna be that high. We're gonna be good. Awesome, man. I'm looking good. forward to it. Yes, I'm, sir. You know what? I'm torn. Why? I'm ready to get it going. And oh, I'm okay. Ready okay. for it to be over. Okay, I got you. I got you. Because it's been kicking my ass. I got you. When I think, when I thought of this idea, uh-huh. I didn't think it through. <laughs> As usual, I didn't think about how much time I was going to have to put into this. I thought, great oh, idea. we'll just do an eight-hour show. Yeah, he's like, great idea. Dude, I'll do you, all everything, that, and he got in you, there, and he's like, oh that, shit. That I tell you, it, I believe four o'clock p.m. Central. Jonathan Drew is uh, jumping on. Okay. Jonathan Drew. Have you seen Jonathan Drew? First of all, he doesn't do a lot mm-hmm. of like show shit. But the dude from what I've seen is like a crazy man. <laughs> we'll find out on Like the I think I'm crazy, but that dude if he can outdo you, is he gator crazy? Hey, Let's talk about someone else on the show for a second. Yeah. Has uh-uh. nothing to do with the streamathon. 
Okay. So I went back in my Facebook Messenger messages, and I found the conversation that I was having with Matt Booth. And the first one I had was May 17th of 2021. And I said, hey, man, we'd love to have you on the show. We love what you do, blah, 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 blah. He came back and was like, yeah, man, I'd love to do the show. Let me know when you're ready. So I sent him a message. He didn't answer. Sent him another message. He didn't answer. (laughs) Sent him another message, and he didn't answer. And then like five months later, I sent him another message, and he answers. Uh Yeah, man, I'd love to do the show. Let me know when you're ready. Five messages later, he doesn't answer me back. I run into him. Actually, I'm sitting, hanging out with Omar, the owner of OM Cigars, which I think are amazing. And I'm hanging out with the dude. I look over in the crowd. And there he is. And there's Booth. (laughs) I go over. He doesn't know me from Adam. I grab him by the shoulders, and I'm like... Hey, you motherfucker. (laughs) Now, I don't know. Maybe that was too abrasive. It was you, though. It was you. And he looked at me like, I don't know who this guy is. And I said, I'm Cigar Talk. I've been trying to get you on the show. You're here at TPE. Let's knock it out. He's like, cool. Hit me up tomorrow. We'll make it happen. So (laughs) next day. I interview Michael Herkelotz uh-huh. and a couple other people, and I've got like five minutes between the next interview. I go out to find Booth, mm-hmm. and I find him. He's entertaining like four fans. Gotcha. And I'm like waiting patiently, and when he's done, I'm like, hey, I'm Rob with Cigar Talk. We're in the media room. Let's knock it out, bro. And he says, hey, I've got a few meetings I got to do. I got to be out of here by four. So I will come by before four and we will knock it out. And I'm like, all right, sweet, dude. Cool. And then I go back and we interview like 12 people Uh and he doesn't show up. Uh, And so and so then rewind to if you happen to catch the one on one of me and Big Ash, Mm -hmm. you know, on the one-on-one interviews now, we do the interview, and then I do a uh, ten-question yes, trivia question uh-huh. afterwards. And then you get to ask me any two questions you mm-hmm. want. Big Ashley, one of her questions to me was, who is your least favorite person in the cigar industry? Least favorite. And I said, Matt Booth. <laughs> Without a breath. It just flowed freely. Boom. I got you. And then she was on a live stream with him the very next night. Uh Uh-huh. She told him about all the animosity. (laughs) And basically, I think Booth said, fuck him. Uh, Well, that that just went to (laughs) PG-13. No, I already dropped one earlier. You I did. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Yeah. It's just so used to hearing it. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, uh, after the live stream with Big Ash... He was like, message me, we'll get it done. And I said, I would love for you to be on the Light 'em Up Crew Show yeah. that we do just for the Patreons. And those guys love the unfiltered, yeah. uncensored version. Mm-hmm. And so 
He's a great match because yeah. he is very vulgar. <laughs> so you two I, together. I, I like to say he is a vulgar man. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's vulgar. He's a vulgar man. He's not conserved. <laughs> so, and I told him about the Light him Up crew. And he was like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it all. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, let's do the show on this date at this time. He's like, cool. Got it on my calendar. I'm good to go. So last Tuesday was the day, and I get a message at like 1,600 where his interview is at like, I think, 1,800. <laughs> he sends me a message like, hey, bro, sorry, I'm double booked. Uh, we're going to have to reschedule. <sighs> Here we go. And you know what I did? Delete. I deleted Delete. It. Fuck. <laughs> delete. Matt Booth. Delete. Delete. All right, because you know what? Matt Booth. <laughs> you could call begging to be on this show and it ain't gonna happen motherfucker <laughs> that just earned me a look for big dick yep. Larry. <laughs> he's like did you just say that yes he did <laughs> yeah you know what i got a whole humidor over here with matt boost cigars mm-hmm. I already smoked one. It was really good. But you know what? I'm not going to tell anybody that. <laughs> he just did. All right. Well, it sucked. <laughs> no, it, it, it was good. Yeah. I had the farce Maduro. You have to be honest with it. I'm not going is... to bullshit about somebody's quality. You love the stick, but you hate the person. I don't hate. Well, you don't like the person. Bingo. Yeah. Love the stick, don't like the person. Right. You got you. And, you know, Matt Booth can fix all of this. Yeah. He can fix it. But I don't think he wants to fix it. I think he wants to far, be a dick. It's too far past it. Yeah. And so I need an apology. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're not going to. I that. am. <laughs> if I don't get an apology, fuck it, Booth. You ain't never getting on. Larry. <laughs> Larry. Larry. Larry, he going Ken on us. He ain't going Karen. He I'm going, going Kanye. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's even worse. I'm going Kanye. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess we won't have Matt Booth on the show. <laughs> but let me tell you this. What's that? Did I show you the Photoshop? Oh, you told me about it. I've never seen it. Oh, and well, you that are is in be- <laughs> for a treat. He's not just going to show me. So, He's going to show the entire like, audience. Like, and you know what? I'm going to post this on the video. Oh, so if you're watching Lord. YouTube, you will see this. Oh, Lord. But this is Matt Booth now. Okay. You see he's got like long, yeah. like, and you know. When a guy has hair that long, it's like a pride thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it took some work to get it there. To get you didn't just grow that overnight. No. So you know, I do a lot of Photoshop fun stuff. You do a whole lot of. Fun. He made <laughs> the do. Oh my God. You can't tell that's Photoshop. Come on, <laughs> come on. He's wearing a. Cigar and then he got talk. a cigar talk T-shirt on. <laughs> Oh, that will be up in the little area right oh, over here. Oh, my gosh. You, I'm telling folks, man, you don't want to get on Rob's wrong side. Man. And that, But this is more like fun. It is. But I, it's didn't, I, didn't, I didn't send a, you know, dog cleaning service to his house <laughs> to wash his ball sack. Oh, God. Larry's like, that's enough. We've lost our R rating now. <laughs> so, all right, that's enough. Hey, Streamathon. Yes. Next Saturday, yes, this sir. coming Saturday, May the 7th, yes, from sir. noon 
to 20 hundred Central hours straight. Central time. Eight and we're going to be straight. at the Leaf. Yes. I'm going to be in a tuxedo. That's worth tuning in for. <laughs> I mean, you can put lipstick on a pig, <laughs> but it's still a pig. <laughs> That's what we go to see. Right? <laughs> so a lot of guys in the Discord are taking bets on how long I'll last because <laughs> I'm going to start drinking at 11. You had a bow tie on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Suspenders crisscrossed. I'm like, Brian, <laughs> I need a pitch hitter. Because <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm done. So, oh, man. That's, but it's it's going to be, be fun. Yeah, I was just going to say that. for the cause. And that's the most important thing. If you're not supporting the troops, you should not listen to this show. Not, and I'm an ex-troop. I'm a veteran. I know you are. I'm a veteran. But Anything? I'm saying if you're not willing to support yes. the troops that have sacrificed their family life, mm-hmm. their wife and kids are back here, they're over there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, some of the guys have some decent living situations, mm-hmm. but some of the guys live in some shit. Like, if you were, like, at Oak Cliff living under a bridge, you'd have it better than what they have. Why do you say Oak Cliff? Because I've been to Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff one state. Okay, have you been to Oak Cliff? Yeah, I have. I have. I went to a I, church in Oak Cliff. I did senior photos for a high school from Oak Cliff Ooh. back in like 97. It was a lot of Jerry Carroll juice there, wasn't it? There was a lot of people that couldn't fill out the card. I'm, I'm leaving that alone. I'm going. <laughs> I'm, uh, what about our pick six this week? <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'll let you go alone. first. <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. Okay, not in any order. I had... Two of these in my humidor, and I smoked one Wednesday. All right. I'll give you one guess of what it is. It's it's a stick that I love, and it only comes out once a year. Oh, it meant to be uh, fine and rare. No. Oh. I got what? more than them. In my, I said I only have two of these in my humidor. Well, I don't know how much you've been smoking. No, I ain't been smoking them like that. All right. You know what it was? I don't. Punch, I... punch egg roll. Really? That yes, was sir. on your list. Punch egg roll. You know how I love them punch egg rolls, man. And the fact that you could only get them once a year, I held on to two, and it got to mature in that humidor, and boy, those flavors just came out. Nice. Next was uh, Alec Bradley, Prinsado. It's been a long yes. time since I've smoked one of those. You know, I believe that cigar got number one in like two thousand. 14? I didn't know that. Maybe 2015? Mm-hmm. Or no, no. It was either 14 or 13, mm-hmm. I think. And they I, were not ready for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're out of the blue pick to be number one, dude, your factory is about to be taxed. <laughs> Blown up. Yeah. And the stick the stick is worth if it was number one in 13 or 14. It is. And my last on the list, I had this. I saved. I actually got bought this like five or six months ago. But it was a Padron Anniversary Series, nineteen sixty four. Oh, yeah, that's a great stick. Yeah. You can't, you can't go wrong with. I that, bought ever. two. I smoked one at the Leaf, and the next one is just sat in the humidor. And Tuesday, I actually pulled oh, that one out. So that was my pick six of the week. Hey, I like it, dude. Yes, that's sir. a good. That's a good list. So I'm going to tell you right now. Uh huh. This is a cigar that I've been going back to pretty regular. Okay. The Crowned Heads Mildias. Mildias? Dude, you know the, the red Yes. Hair. Have you had that? I had one, and it was a good stick. But I, oh. I 
I never look for it when I go into the humidor. So when you go, you know how you go straight across, uh-huh. and then you go down the aisle. You get to the crown head section. The crown head section, and there's the Mildias, and dude. They have Vitolas that are like six by 46, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which you know. Is and then they've wheelhouse. got some smaller ones. Yeah. And, dude, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I've become a fan of crowned heads. Yeah, I'm going to grab me a couple let me, of them. Let me tell you something. I invited the owner of crowned heads to be on the show. Uh-huh. And, fortunately, he was not like Matt Booth. <laughs> but, anyway, I said, hey, man, I'd love to have you on the show. Let me know, blah, blah, blah. And he sent me a message the next day. He's like, yeah, let's work out the schedules and make it happen. Uh-huh. Anyway, when you look at that dude's Instagram. Blow it up. Cool dude. Yes, sir. Cool dude. Yes, sir. And I love finding cigar brands that the people behind the name is just cool. Diamonds in the rough, baby. Yeah. Diamonds in the rough. And, you know, I don't really consider Crowned Heads like a brand that's unknown. Uh-huh. But I think a lot of people may have smoked it like four or five years ago and they had an opinion and they haven't gone back yeah but they need to go back they need to yes. go back because yes. like i smoked the four kicks mm-hmm. it was a good cigar but it wasn't something that tickled my fancy <laughs> you like that yeah i knew you would <laughs> anyway like, coming up, coming from you <laughs> tickled my fancy we going back toward a g rating <laughs> but anyway when I smoked the Mildias and then I started going through their line, uh-huh. I was like, this, this dude makes some, some good, good cigars. Yes, and yes. so I've been very happy with what I've been smoking. But almost at least once a week when I go to the Leaf, I pick up a Mildias. Gotcha. I'm going to go in there looking at the section and grab me one. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> then the next Sad one is old. from Steve Saka. It's the blue band Mi Carita. Uh, Dude, you should be freaking impressed that mm-hmm. I just spit that name out. I am. That's why I didn't spit my cigar. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it again. But anyway, <laughs> dude, that's a great stick. Yes. I mean, if you want to get a complexity stick, it's complex. You walk in that one. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And when you're drinking some bourbon, Woo, it's going to find a nice pairing across a very wide spectrum of bourbon uh-huh. and also if you're drinking some like i drink every day the dark roast brazilian mm. i can tell you it pairs with that okay. phenomenally okay i'm gonna check that out with that brazilian yeah you really should and then my last stick of today is and i know this has made my list several times <laughs> but the sun grown from tabanero yeah. dude yeah yeah dude Lights out. Dude, you, I saw you two times at the Leaf this well, week. Well, think about and this, both though. both times let's, you had that. Let's think about this, though. And, I mean, you know, you guys know their sponsors. We're going to talk about them a little bit. But when I go to the Leaf, I still buy these cigars out of my own pocket because it's the best cigar I know. Like, when I get that Sun Grown, it was my cigar of 2021. Yes, it was. And I go in there and get one for 11 bucks, and it's the level of being Cigar of the Year. Yeah. If you haven't checked out Tabanero. You wasted your time. You're like, have you ever been to like one of those big like ponds or lakes where they have those ducks where you get in them and you like pedal? <laughs> yeah. 
If you ever, if you're not smoking tabanero, that's what you're doing. You're in one of those ducks, and you're just paddling around the lake. And you know what? It seems like a lot of fun at first, but when you get halfway across the lake and realize you got to paddle all the way back, that's a messed up visual. <laughs> I always hated those. We can tell. I'm just saying that you know what? You want something special? Yeah, get it. Take that. Tabanero will have a link down the show notes show for notes, them show notes, and. Show notes. Jay at the Leaf yes, has, has tabaneros, mm-hmm. so if you want to call him up, he will ship them out the yes. same day you call. Yes, yes. So that's, that's all a I good three. About that. That's Yo, a good three. No, dude. I mean, and I've smoked a lot of other good cigars, yeah. but that that was my, my top, mm-hmm. my top three this week. Gotcha. So we had a good pick six this week. Yeah. Oh, so let's talk about the Tyson incident. Yeah. So I didn't even know about it until you mentioned it. Yeah. I was like. Because I had seen a workout video, and I That's was just what you like, thought I was talking holy about. shit, yeah. nah. this dude is an animal. Yeah. This dude's a beast. Yeah. And so when you said, what did you think about that Mike Tyson video? I was like, dude, that was badass. <laughs> I was well, like, we uh, were, we were, no. <laughs> you didn't see. You couldn't have. So I showed you the video, and you just froze. You yeah. Yeah. And then first thing came out of your mouth, what was on that dude's mind? <laughs> but how thing, did that happen? You know, you got a brief brief synopsis. Well, let, synopsis. yeah, let's back up. The, uh, so there's there's Mike's on Mike Tyson's on a flight. Yeah, he's on a flight and to I, Miami. And, and that's like it looked like maybe a a business class. Mm-hmm. It wasn't first class. Yeah. But you know, it had like the little things that yeah. were down so people wouldn't bother you. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson's sitting there up against the window. There's a dude sitting two seats over, one row back, that apparently was friend. Been, he's th- friends with the, the other guy. Who? What other guy? The guy that got, got whooped. Oh, no, that guy was sitting one row back, back. Yeah, two and, over. Yeah, but you had a dude, actually, that was, uh, that on was the, filming across the it, aisle, right. one row back. And he was filming it because he was friends with the other guy. Ah, I didn't realize yeah. they were friends. Yeah, and he... Tyson had posed for pictures with everybody that asked for a picture. He did that. Whoever wanted an autograph, he gave him that. And then we're done. He was like, I'm done. We're getting ready to fly. So he sits down. The dude keeps going on. He keeps egging. And I saw that part of the video, and the guy is like yapping. Yeah. Just yapping. Yapping. Being like that little chihuahua on your ankle, you know what I mean? Just yeah, and that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. And 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 Tyson was like, "Hey man, yeah. just drop it. Yes. You know, let yeah. it go. I don't want to have to kick your ass." He was the 2022 Tyson, not the 1990 Tyson. He was not the Holyfield no, fight. Tyson. No, no, he, was he laid wasn't. Back, laid back. There, dude, we getting ready to fly, chill. He going to a cannabis convention. <laughs> he going to make money and. He was trying the product before he got on the plane. <laughs> so, you know, he's laid back. Laid back. Chill. And, and dude, this dude just will not stop. But see, the point that got him totally whooped was he threw a water bottle at him and it missed. But then he climbed over the top of Tyson's uh, seat and started pointing in his face. And that was just the point where it was like, I'm done. And then Tyson said... You violated my personal space, and now I'm going to violate yours. Take this ass whooping like a man. But, you know, the thing about it is, it wasn't like he beat the shit out of him. He really didn't. He didn't. And I was on Twitter, 
and I saw someone post it was like, oh, so we want to hold these people accountable for this type of violence, but we don't want to hold Tyson to the same standards. And I was like, that's not the same. No, no. These other people that you mentioned were like, they were comparing with Will Smith. No, and, and that was like, an instigator. Will Smith was the instigator. Right. He was the instigator and the assaulter. Yeah. So you can't compare those two. What you have is a man that that, that did did more than what you asked for. He gave you pictures and autograph, and now he just wants to ride. He just wants to ride like everybody else on the plane. And you continue to mess with him. So you get him to that point where you still got to understand this man is 55 years old. He ain't got time for that craziness, right. man. It's over. And he going on a he going to a cannabis convention. Yeah, people say he's going to a cannabis convention. Okay. He was going there for business. Right. He owns a he owns a responsibility. He owns a, he owns this stuff in Colorado. It's about business. He ain't on that craziness, man. No, he was very chill. So you brought this and you even, brought if, this to him. Even when he stood up and started punching yeah. the kid, it wasn't like he went batshit crazy. No, it, it was like I told you. And, and he, you didn't believe he, me. He gave, him, he gave him enough blows that dude was like, okay, I'm done, done. He's like, and Tyson turned around and, and sat you know, down. But and, then, and, and you what, know what, what I'm waiting on is the lawsuit. Uh, no, because, see, that's where I'm getting at. He turned around and sat down. Then Tyson thought about it. No, I, I can't be on this plane. So he got up and he left. The oh, I dude, didn't know that. Yeah, the dude sitting there with his head busted over the flight attendants told him he couldn't fly on the plane anymore because he was intoxicated. And you've just caused you've just caused a ruckus on the plane. So he had to leave. So the police, San Francisco police come. He tells his story. Tyson tells his story. They said, there's no case here. If Tyson doesn't want to press charges because he was defending himself, there's no case here. And Tyson's like, no, nah, I just want to get on the, the next plane smoking going to Miami. That's all I want to do. Well, let me tell you this. It really, if you break it down, it was Tyson's fault. <laughs> Dude should have been in first class. <laughs> Come on, man. You make that kind of money, you ain't flying in first class. Business class. Charging it off for the business. <laughs> You're Mike Tyson. Come it on. It don't matter. <laughs> He's looking at the tax on the back. Of, hey, I can claim this. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm not want to sit around people like you. Because you ain't getting that in first class no, most of the not. time. You're not. But the point is. For those, I feel, for those that felt like, like Tyson was in the wrong, I don't understand your frame of mind. I don't. Because if a person comes up to you and you know continues to badger you. You know what I say to that? What's that? Millennial, yeah, oh yeah, and that's that's today's mindset. Like, 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 I'm allowed to fuck with you, but don't you lay a hand on me? Nah, man, you know uh, what I mean. That's nah. that's, and, and if, I can understand it. If and you're if not you in my... are a millennial, millennial, I'm not calling <laughs> all of you that way. Millennial. I, let's talk about this for a minute. I don't know if you saw this on Facebook, but we had a guy named Stephen Wells. He is like one of the longest listeners to the show. Mm. And I know because back when we did an every week giveaway, mm -hmm. the dude won like Yeah, I remember 80%. his name. It was like, and yeah. the winner is. is. Yep, I remember that name. And, you know, we, we used to do like, you got to give us, we would do a quiz over what we said in the show. Mm -hmm. And he would like. Be the first one to listen uh -huh. and then win the show. Yeah. And so we were like, all right, we're going to have to do something different. different. Steve's winning everything. <laughs> but anyway, Stephen posted 
a thing on my streamathon uh-huh. post on Facebook. And it said I bid on some of the stuff on the Cigars for Warriors charity event, mm-hmm. but you know what? I've listened to you guys for a long time, and you are making car salesmen out to be liars. And I'm a car salesman. I've been a car salesman for a long time, and I'm just not going to listen to the show anymore. Why? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, I got to listen to this. I'm shutting up. Talk. So, so please. And you know what? I got to read my response. Okay. Because I don't, I don't want to misrepresent what I said. No paraphrasing. Yeah. I, I, you know, because here's first of all, the guy is legitimately like been around since the very beginning Uh so you know i gotta give the guy credit for that i mean (laughs) to take that ride with us yeah i mean if you think about where we came from (laughs) it was pretty rough being a fan back in the day and so all right where where is it though dude i get a lot of freaking stuff on here uh Oh, oh! Last night when I was doing the Herf, by the way, I joined. I got an invitation to join a cigar community builder group. Okay. So we had the Herf, and I went into that group and I posted a video of like smoke going up, mm-hmm. and it said Herf, join us tonight, and then it had a link to join our Herf, and I was told can't do that. Why? Uh, it's not this. This group is not for posting content. It's for networking. Huh. And I said, "Well, I was sending out an invitation to join us on a herf." And I said, "But I didn't know that violated the rules." I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I took the post down, and then I left the group. <laughs> <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> not somebody I want to be friends yeah. with. <laughs> All right. So here we go. He and I'll just read it. Okay. Steven says, I put some bids in. I'd like the charity. I think I'm done listening to the podcast, though. Too many times saying that car salesmen are liars. I know we are an easy target, but it's not something I want to hear from something I listen to for enjoyment. Okay, that's different from what you said earlier. but Oh, that's why I wanted to go back yeah. and read it, because okay. I was paraphrasing my pointed, slanted, slanted view. view. <laughs> and then I said, Stephen Wells, hmm. That was the H-M-M-M-M. Oh, God. I said, might I, no, might be, I feel comfortable saying it because I was a car salesman myself in my younger years. Mm-hmm. As you probably already know, there's some damn good lawyers, there's some damn good policemen, there's some damn good people in politics, but there's also a few shitbags sprinkled in <laughs> giving the undue perception that wow. most of these careers are crooked. crooked. Yeah. I didn't know you sold cars. I worked with some real pieces of shit when I sold cars. I never intended to offend. I appreciate how long you've been a listener. I remember when you won damn near everything yeah. we gave away. 
you tolerated my shitty shipping skills. Because <laughs> if you won back in the day, you get it three months later. <laughs> you're going to get it, but it's going to be a while. Because everybody got their stuff at the same time. <laughs> and I said, I understand if you decide to stop listening. Uh, Let's see. Where did I go? Oh, this, this mesh. I had to undo to drop down the rest. But anyway... I said, uh, you tolerate our shitty shipping skills. I understand you decide if you decide to stop listening to our show. Hope you don't. But know that it wasn't directed at you or the thousands of other car salesmen that are doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I should make it particular <laughs> and say car salesman. Oh, I should make it particular and say car salesman Carl Snyder from Lubbock is actually an example that always comes to mind. He sold his brother a car off of our lot for $3,000 more than what the dealer wanted for him. Because he's a complete piece of shit. And I didn't put this in the message. But one day I'm sitting at my desk and the phone rings. I answer like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And so it's my little baby brother. He says, hey, man. I've been wanting to buy a car. You think you could help me out? I'm like, hell yeah. Come up uh -huh. here, man. Uh, I'll wait for you. Let me know when you get here. Blah, blah, blah. I hang up the phone. Car salesman standing next to me, apparently minding my business, uh -huh. says, is that your brother? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, you can fuck your brother, and he won't even know, wow. and you can make a hell of a commission. Wow. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so when I use the example that's the, that's of what you're car pulling salesmen from, yeah. being shitty liars, that's where you pull it from. That's where I'm pulling from. Yeah. I'm not saying they're all like that. Yeah. But also the other thing is, you know, I love Steven. He's been a long time yes. fan. Yes. But the other part of it is if you don't want to listen, don't listen because I will not be censored. That's the truth. He makes his stand ten Dude, toes that down. That is the First Amendment right. Ten toes down. And I will he not, not gonna cower budge. on that, yeah. whether it be a listener, a sponsor, or anybody yeah. else. If I can't come on here and have fun, I'm not gonna do it. Gotcha. And I think I have a blast. Yeah. This we do this because we love doing Most it. Most definitely. And so I never intend to hurt anyone's yeah. feelings, to offend anyone. And I'm sure I offend several people a week because I don't care if I do. That's just not my intention. <laughs> but I just wanted to make wow. it clear that I didn't want to offend him. I hope he still continues to listen to the yeah. show. He's been there since almost the beginning. Yeah. And at the same time, not going to be censored. Gotcha. If I say car salesmen are liars, it's because I've had that experience. Gotcha. And I'm not talking about him. Never bought a car from him. <laughs> didn't know he was selling cars. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know he yeah. was selling cars. But, you know, he's always been a great guy. And so we had a few more exchanges, and it ended on a positive note. That's the blessing. But I just thought it was interesting because it brought to my attention that some people might be offended by something that I say or you uh -huh. say. And that's never our intention. Yeah. But also, it's like I told Tim, I have one feeling left, and it's not tender. <laughs> so you don't ever have to apologize to me for anything you say. That's me. Gotcha, but that's bro. not everybody. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what's this? This Oh, 
We're doing a giveaway. Yeah, what's this right. giveaway? So here's the deal. You have to go on the YouTube channel uh-huh. for this episode and post a message that I was thinking something like in the general thing. If you want to be in the drawing for this gift from Cigar Talk uh-huh. that I think is a blessing. Gotcha. What would be something that you would think they need to say in the comment section? Pick me. (laughs) I win. (laughs) We've done so many things, especially back in the beginning. I I was thinking that you could tell me, like in the comments, what we really want to hear is what's the best cigar you've smoked this week. Yeah, we've never done that one. Right. Yeah. And so if you say the best cigar I smoked this week and then whatever, as long as you say that, you're yeah, in the drawing. The drawing. Gotcha. And let me show you what we got. Okay. Duh. You get that, uh, what was that, that Price is Right music? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's the gift. I know what that gift is. Yes, sir. You talking about a blessing. <laughs> Man, I wish I could get into this one. <laughs> These are hard to get. Oh, they are. So this is the AJ Fernandez, Fernandez. Enclave humidor. humidor. And I'm going to go ahead and take it out of the box. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not all the way out, yeah. but, you know. Because doesn't it flip down? Yeah, there it is. It flipped down in the front. It flips down. And I mean, dude, look at it. That look is, at it. It's got the AJ logo right there. It's got a tray. Holds about a hundred cigars. Tilt it far so they can see it. Yes. And that's just a tray. You can take the tray out, and you know you got cigars underneath. Mm-hmm. And I oh, and and it's actually got like ribs in there, so you can you separate them. them yeah. yeah. But anyway. We're going to give this humidor away. Ah. And so in order to qualify, you have to go on the YouTube channel and under this video, put in there the best Best cigar cigar I smoked this this week week. and then put your cigar. Gotcha. And I don't care if you smoked, if your best cigar was a factory smoke. (laughs) As long as you say that, you're in the running. So it doesn't depend on what the cigar is. Just right. it depends on the phrase. Right. If you do that phrase, you're in the drawing. We're gonna give this. Uh, uh fr- oh. flip down. Yeah. Uh oh. All right. He's trying. Go. He's got Ooh. it. It's like in Star Wars when they like pull those reactors down. <laughs> and anyway, the beauty that's, about that—that's that, what the top looks like, Larry. If you want to flip the camera over here. The top of the humidor looks like that. And the beauty of this is it's not that sick, that humidor that he cut apart. <laughs> right. Uh, well, and the other thing is I'm also going to throw in a 320-gram boost pack oh. for your humidification. Oh. So set them off right. We like to set yeah. them up. Set them up right. I don't know if you know this, but do you remember Omar was with A.J. Fernandez? Yeah. And they parted ways, and now he is over Boost, the humidification two-way bags, like Bovetta, but it's Boost. Boost. And Boost doesn't have any salt content. Yeah. And so I put, you can see right there in my humidor, you've got the Boost pack in the back of there, and so far it's been kicking ass. 68 
he, 68. He sent me a uh, pack of those to try them out, uh-huh. and I've had, been very – Had no I, issues. Did I tell you what I did to my humidor? No. Oh, yeah, the fan, the computer fan. Is that it? So when we talked to Michael Slate, mm-hmm. the founder of Case Elegance, he said one of the things that people don't think about is you need some airflow in your humidor. And I got to thinking about it, and that's a that's a big humidor. Yes, it is. So we had no airflow. So that means the humidity is like heavy. Uh-huh. So it's it's staying at the bottom. It's more at the lower end than it is at the top mm-hmm. end. And he said a fan would be great. So I went on Amazon and I bought an 80 millimeter fan that has a USB plug. And then I plugged that into a USB to a power outlet. Mm -hmm. And dude, my humidity in there went up like four points. (laughs) I couldn't believe just that. Now, right now I have it turned off. And it's at 68. Because it's 68. Uh But when I turned it on, I... It has got three. It's got low, medium, and high. I put it on medium, and my humidity went all the way up to 74, and I was like, all right, I don't want it that high. Yeah. So I turned it off, and now the next time I turn it on, I'm going to put it back on a low, low. Okay. and see what that does, because gotcha. it's a new... I don't know how it is supposed yeah. to work, but I figure, you know, trial and error. Yeah. Trial and error. Yeah. That's been my way of it's learning way in get it my done. entire life. Yes, sir. That's the way you get it done. I've had a lot of errors. I, I have, too. That's what we learn. But you learn from those. Yes. Yeah, that's where you learn. Because if you don't have any errors, you haven't learned anything. Man, I hit my head up against so many walls, bro. And you're like, why do I keep? Because I ain't learned from it. And then when you learn from it, you don't hit that wall anymore. Without that, without those failures, you never grow. Never grow. What you looking for now? I was making sure we were caught up. Oh, yeah. We caught I, up know, on everything. Notes, we're so. caught up on everything. Oh, auction items. We didn't talk yeah, about that. Yeah, because you got to put some so news out. So look down in the link. There will be the Cigar Talk Streamathon. It will actually be the Cigars for Warriors auction. And we've done really well bidding up different items. And we've had some really great donations. So thank you each and every one of you that donated. I mean, do you realize that we asked companies to donate for the auction? Uh-huh. Do you realize that we had Patreons donate to the auction? Yeah. Zeka. And Sean O'Connor. Sean O'Connor. And yeah. Kyle. Yes. So, I mean, dude, what a blessing when we have a community that they stepped up. And show who they are. Dude. What the community is. Did you look at the two samplers? That, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. Dude. Like, I think Sean O'Connor's donation, it was like 20-something sticks, and every one of them was, like, badass. Like, there was, four, there was four meat lovers in there. Uh, and then there was, like, three of the DTX 33874, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, And... Dude, you can't even, you can't buy Buy those. those. And anyway, there was also a fine and rare. Mm. There was an Opus X. Mm. There was, I mean, oh, no, well, not an Opus X. There was a McAuliffe Reserva. Dude, we're talking probably $400 worth of sticks in this batch. Wow. But anyway, and Zeka's is like, 
huge. Mm-hmm. He's got like 25 sticks in a case that is a humidity case. Uh-huh. It's called the vault. You get that and the, <laughs> the cigars, cigars, and they're uh-huh. all like banging cigars. Uh, that's the beauty of this, man. I mean, dudes that they're not the industry, no, but they Patreons, want man. to these donate. Re- these brothers of the leaf. Boom. Brothers of the leaf. I mean, that's the example. Yes. That's the example. Yes. And I don't know if you know, Kyle does the Mac Daddy's original seasoning. No, that's where you were getting it from. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I put that on everything. <laughs> I put that shit on everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you can sprinkle that on a turd. Oh, no, no, we're not going to find out. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I'm putting up some new auction items tonight. Yes, sir. From their, like, some shirts and hoodies or whatever yeah. from, like, Caldwell, Hireman Solomon. Gotcha. Uh, cigars for warriors there's also some cigar boxes and so i'm putting those up tonight or tomorrow and so make sure you go check out the site because that's what we're doing is raising money for sir the troops yes sir yes sir anyway guys that's gonna wrap it up for this Mm, week's show hope you enjoyed it and until next time keep smoking